0: This is Connect Me, the official podcast of Marymont City Schools.
1: Hello and welcome to the February edition of the Connect Me podcast. I'm Alex Lang and I'm joined by Marymont City School Superintendent Stephen Eastep. Today we want to take a closer look at the community partnerships we have formed and how these partnerships define us as a school district.
2: Yeah, community partnerships uh, just must be a cornerstone really for any educational organization but it's especially true in a community like ours we know that our success relies heavily on people outside of our buildings believing in and supporting our schools and uh, we believe this so much you see it in our destination 2026 strategic plan Uh, in there we say positive relationships will be strong amongst our staff students parents and community and that support organizations and volunteers will be an integral part of our work
1: And these relationships aren't just advantageous for the district, but students individually can reap the benefits too. You see it really everywhere you look. Our mental health programming, like the signs of suicide assessment that's been implemented at the junior high and high school, that's a direct result of our partnerships and financial support from the One in Five organization and the Marymount School Foundation. Also, each PTO provides resources for our students. The Arts Association enhances all of our arts programs and our boosters make the Marymount City Schools athletic programs one of the best in the area and we'll talk more about that in a few minutes. But the evidence of these strong relationships is all over the place.
2: Yeah that's right and uh, you know these partnerships aren't just one-sided with the community supporting our students and getting nothing in return. We also pride ourselves on giving back to those that support us and That philosophy is something we strive to teach even our youngest students in our classrooms. To talk more about this theme of giving back to the community is Christy Bruck, a fifth-grade teacher at Marymount Elementary. Uh, Christy, the annual Warriors Change the World project at both elementary schools was your brainchild. So can you just talk to us a little bit about what this project is?
3: Well, Warriors Change the World is just that are students finding a way to make an impact on their world. Students identify needs in their community and their world, and then they provide ways to fulfill those needs.
2: Why did you take an interest in implementing a project like uh, Warriors Change the World in our schools? What was the need that you saw?
3: So I noticed my students were trying to do good for the world. They had the desire to do good for the world, but they didn't truly understand the need that surrounded them because they couldn't see the need. They'd heard about people being hungry and homeless and lonely. They heard about injustice and equality, but they thought those were things that we just saw in the news, things that just happened in other places.
2: So can you share some of the specific projects that We have students working on this year
3: absolutely we have a bunch so this year students in all grade levels are working on a variety of projects some are visiting nursing homes to bring some cheer to the residents some are showing their appreciation to our local police and fire departments some students are focusing on the environment and promoting ways to reduce reuse and recycle we have our newly formed recycling club this year, led by Tammy Kroll and some other teachers, and uh, they have already significantly reduced the amount of waste in our school cafeterias. Uh, the students have researched hunger and food insecurity and made an impact by volunteering to help pack food sacks with childhood food solutions. They learned from Merrick Hollister about the good work La Soup is doing for those defined as food insecure in the Cincinnati area. Uh, We've developed the Warriors Change the World Committee for the 5th and 6th graders, and they have already packed food sacks for 564 children in need. Students are going to serve at Matthew 25 Ministries in March, and our 6th graders volunteer for a program called Capes for Kids through Enchanted Makeovers, where they make superhero capes for kids to help remind them that they're strong and beautiful and capable. They help restore hope in what seems to be hopeless situations. I could keep going, which is pretty amazing.
2: That is amazing. And As we discussed at the top of the uh, the podcast, building uh, strong community partnerships is a key component to our Destination 2026 uh, strategic plan. We strive for our students to be deeply committed uh, members of our community and world. Um, How do you think this project and the other numerous community service projects that our students participate in throughout the year transform them into global learners uh, with a well-rounded educational experience?
3: So uh, the projects that I just mentioned are, I believe, the best, most powerful learning that our kids can do. They identify a problem, they work together to find a way to help, and then they put it into action. They learn to use their voices to make a difference. They learn to use research to develop a plan. They learn to identify resources available to them and how to best put them to use. They learn to collaborate with a variety of people of all ages from a variety of backgrounds. They learn to plan and revise and revise and revise until they get it just right. They learn to work hard because what they are doing is making a difference. It's not just to get a grade on a test. It's making someone else's life better.
2: So uh, be on the lookout uh, for the next edition of a Warriors Words video series. We're going to have four of our students from Marymount and Terrace Park Elementary Schools uh, share their experience with uh, Warriors Change the World. And that video will be be, uh, released later this month.
1: We turn our attention now to the other side of community partnerships. We have so many supportive community members who work just as hard as we do to educate and encourage our students. And today we want to focus on one in particular, the Marymount Athletic Boosters. Joining me now is Mark Lewis, the president of the Boosters. Mark, can you explain a little bit about the Boosters, what the organization is, and what their mission is?
0: Sure. Thanks for having me, Alex. Um, the Marymount Athletic Boosters' mission is to work closely with our athletic director Tom Neural, uh, to support the needs of our warrior athletes at the junior high and high school level. Uh, Tom, in turn, he'll work with our coaches to prioritize their needs. You know, he asks them what they need, and they'll let him know. And then Tom will work with us, the the Marymount Athletic Boosters, so that we can provide the funding. Um, in whole, the Marymount Athletic Boosters are roughly made up of the 250 families that each year in our community join the athletic boosters. And then in turn we have a board of directors that is made up of 24 families and we meet once a month to manage our fundraising and to discuss our funding projects.
1: So how did you decide to get involved with the boosters and support the students of Marymont City Schools?
0: I look at high school athletics as rounding out our warrior student athletes. Marymont Schools do such a tremendous job teaching our children in the classrooms. But participation in junior high and high school sports adds to, adds to that experience by teaching hard work, perseverance, leadership, teamwork, and just so much more. I mean, there's so many parents in, in our community who played sports at high school and maybe even the college level, and we all know the, the lessons that are learned and the hard work that's learned. And that just complements what our teachers and administrators are doing in the classroom.
1: So let's shift gears a little bit and talk about the annual Fab Affair, the event where the Boosters come together with the Marymount School Foundation and the Marymount Arts Association for a really great night of food, live music, and raising money for our kids. This year's event is almost here, so give us some details about what to expect and how community members can get involved.
0: This will actually be the ninth annual Fab Affair, the first one starting in 2010. This year's Fab Affair will be Saturday, March 10th, and most likely at the Mad Tree Brewing uh, in Oakley. We had a little bit of a hiccup here recently, but I'm pretty safe to say now that it'll be March 10th at Mad Tree in Oakley. Um, The Fab Affair originally was started to bring the three groups together and have... a community-wide get-together so that all three groups the fine arts the athletic boosters and the school foundation it would be a way to support all three groups at one event and make it really easy for the uh, community members and parents to get involved
1: now this really is the perennial event in terms of fundraising for our schools each year because it's a combined effort with athletics arts and the foundation where have the proceeds from this event gone in the past, and are there any plans for how this year's proceeds will benefit our schools and our students?
0: Well, the best thing about this, Alex, is each of the three groups will receive a, a third of the proceeds, and so there's really no specific uh, funding tag for the for the funds that come out of um, the the Fab Affair. Each of the groups the the school foundation, the fine arts fund, and the athletic boosters will then take those. Uh, proceeds and use them in their uh, annual budget, and they'll use those funds as they see fit as they go off to work on their own projects. So it's really, it's it's just great that each of the three groups will share in the proceeds, and then they know how best to spend them for our warrior students um, for each of their th- for each of their three groups. <music>
1: So, so far we've talked about how the community helps our students and how our students are working to give back to the community. But we can't talk about the importance of community involvement without mentioning the impact that it has had on the Marymount High School Master Facility Project.
2: Yeah, absolutely. This uh, facility project has been going on for almost two years now. And the stance that we've taken all along is that we cannot, uh, we have not, we will not go at this process alone. Community involvement has been an integral part of this process from the beginning, and I can confidently say that we we would not be uh, in the place that we are right now without it.
1: Yeah, and over the last 18 months, hundreds of community members have volunteered their time to help us in the planning for the future of Marymount High School. In the fall of 2016, we created the Facility Task Force and the Futures Team, That work was then followed by the creation of the steering committee who looked at the possible solutions. And then, of course, came the six different facility teams this past fall with each participating in an in-depth investigation into the needs at the high school. There also was a statistically valid third-party community survey, several community chats, and a community forum. So now that the board has reached a decision on it, the hybrid repair-replace model for the high school facility, where does community come in moving forward?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. The community involvement can't stop here, and we know that. This is a community decision, and we want everyone within our district to feel that this high school option is a reflection of what they want to see in a building at a price that they're comfortable with. And the only way to reach the final decision is to listen to members of our community. So uh, beginning this month, we're commissioning a community finance committee to take a deeper look into district finances, Uh, We're also forming a project team that will look at design options within the hybrid repair-replace model. You know, these two teams will work to guide the Board of Education on an option that uh, really merges the needs at Marymount High School with the desires of our community.
1: And there are also a series of four community chats within the next month that are open to anyone interested in hearing updates about the master facility project or just asking questions about the process. The first chat is scheduled for tonight, February 21st, at 7 p.m. at the Terrace Park Community Center. We also will hold in-person chats on March 13th at 7 p.m. at the Fairfax Community Center and March 20th at 7 p.m. at the Village Church of Marymount. Additionally, we will hold another online chat at 7 p.m. on March 8th, and the details of that will be released on our website, marymontschools.org as well as our Facebook and Twitter pages.
2: Yeah, and I want to just personally thank each and every one of our community members for the support, the encouragement, uh, the resources they provide to our schools and our students. Uh, Our school district is a special place, and I know that you share in the pride I feel every day uh, to be a part of the Marymount City Schools.
0: Thanks for listening to Connect Me, the official podcast of Marymount City Schools. Stay connected by visiting our website at marymontschools.org and following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.